We look forward to seeing you at Two Days of Truth being presented by Beyond Labels. It's our fourth annual Two Days of Truth Summit. This year's theme is Detox is for Everybody. We're bombarded by everything from chemtrails to EMFs to pesticides, herbicides, even uh, toxic people. We're going to deal with all of these aspects at the Two Days of Truth Summit coming up. Sina, give us the final information. I'm really excited about this summit. I think this is going to be our best one yet. It's June 14th and 15th at Polyface Farm. We have some fantastic speakers like Sayer G, the founder of Green Med Info, uh, Dr. Leland Stillman, who's been featured by Wise Traditions lately, Hilda Labrada-Gore, affectionately known as Holistic Hilda, you and me, of course, we also have, for the first time ever, a kids and teens program. So now the adults can enjoy the adult side while they know that their kids and their teens are having fun while also being educated by Joel, myself, and Hilda. It's going to be a blast. And this year, what we're going to do is we're going to actually teach you ancient and modern techniques for how to detoxify the body, mind, and spirit. And we're going to help you put together a personalized plan like an action plan that you can take home and start. As soon as you arrive home, you can implement this action plan and start your detoxing. You know, listen, folks, Polyface is only eight hours from half of the U.S. population. Take a long weekend, come join us, and uh, you'll rub shoulders with other like-minded people, find our tribe, and be encouraged. It's a lonely place out there lots of times, especially if you're a bit of a maverick. So come and spend time with other mavericks and get encouraged, inspired, and enthused about living a more healthy life. So I love the topic for this year, detoxification. It is one of the most important topics that we could ever address at our health summit. Because as Joel mentioned, everyone, every single person needs to know how to detoxify their body, mind, and spirit in order to achieve optimal health and wellness. Yeah, the first, the first we, you know, we heard about mRNA literally was with COVID, right? I mean, we didn't know that there was a, that there was a parallel, you know, a, a backdoor parallel thing going on with livestock for literally, you know, years and years prior to this on you. We thought this was, this was kind of brand new. Well, it turns out it's not just brand new. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another segment of Beyond Labels podcast with yours truly, Joel Salatin, the dirt farmer, and uh, Dr. Cena McCullough, our favorite researcher in the world. Cena has been digging into this for the last several days, and uh, I'm going to turn it over to her uh, to, to address what she's starting to find. This will probably be two two episodes of the podcast because it is a wide ranging and deep uh, discussion. For those of you who are wondering why um, I'm not live videoing, uh, we're having internet trouble here. Welcome to rural America uh, Wi-Fi problems. And so I'm doing audio only today and that's why you don't see any live video from me. So uh, Sina, go ahead and, and introduce the topic here and and start us down this uh, uh, this issue of mRNA uh, vaccines. Uh, we'll we'll call them vaccines for the sake of uh, discussion here uh, in livestock. All right, thanks, Joel. So as Joel mentioned, I've spent probably about forty hours now in the last few days researching this. I was hoping it was just a conspiracy theory. Um, but you can tell by the number of hours I researched it that this is not. 
Um, this just came to mine and Joel's attention in probably the last week, like most of us. Um, Tom Renz is a, a lawyer who turned freedom fighter for informed consent, and he is largely credited with breaking this story that um, mRNA um, injections are coming to the food supply starting this month. He is claiming that cattlemen in several states are going to begin vaccinating their cows with an mRNA injection um, this month in April, um, and also that no states are requiring labeling meaning that there is no informed consent. Now, this is obviously very concerning. If these claims are true, then um, there it is the consumer's concern and pushback is founded because both Moderna and Pfizer admitted in SEC um, filings that this mRNA injection is in fact gene therapy. And if these claims are in fact true, then even if you buy organic, uh, meat, chickens, and eggs, you're actually not necessarily avoiding these mRNA injections. And we'll go into all of this, okay? So I'm gonna share what I have found uh, after researching this. We're gonna cover a lot of information because this is a game changer. For everybody who wants to eat clean, healthy food and know what's in their food, this news is actually a game changer. It's disturbing. But Joel and I are going to provide solutions. So let's walk in faith and not fear, all right, as we learn this truth together. So here we go. Let's start with cows. Cows um, have been experimented on with testing mRNA vaccines for about a decade. And this is documented. Right, so as I said, most of us, including myself, and I'm gonna gather you too, Joel, have been asleep at the wheel, <laughs> right? I didn't know this was happening. Yeah, the first, the first, we you know we heard about mRNA literally was with COVID, right? I mean, we didn't know that there was a that there was a parallel, you know, a a backdoor parallel thing going on with livestock for literally, you know, years and years prior to this. On we thought this was this was kind of brand new. Well, it turns out. It's not just brand new. It's not. And as we're going to uncover the truth today uh, or the next couple of series, it's not just livestock, Jill. It's also our plants. So this is wide reaching tentacles of these mRNA injections. So for cows, we know that there's documentation that, that we ha they have been working on these mRNA injections for over a decade. In fact, Iowa State University is working on an mRNA injection for cows to prevent bovine respiratory um, syncytial virus or RSV. And that's uh, partially funded by the USDA. So that's our tax dollars at work. All right, now the National Cattlemen's Beef Association came out on April 5th and made a, um, a public statement, a press release about whether or not this is actually true, like whether or not um, Tom Renz's claims about RNA injections being used in cows are true. And this is what they said. They are correcting internet falsehoods about mRNA vaccine in cattle. Um, it says, their quote is, there are no current mRNA vaccines licensed for use in beef cattle in the United States. Cattle farmers and ranchers do vaccinate cattle to treat and prevent many diseases, 
But presently, none of these vaccines include mRNA technology. Okay, now that's from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. So of course, mainstream media ran with that story, right? Like this is fake news. There's no mRNA vaccines in, in give, being given to cattle. Meanwhile, on video, there's a lobbyist for the Missouri Cattlemen's Association. So, so not the National Cattlemen's Association. This is for Missouri Cattlemen's Association. He spoke before the House Committee in Missouri under official testimony stating that he just double R, um, sorry, double mRNA vaccinated against bovine respiratory disease before selling his cattle. So we're gonna do something for the first time on our low tech show. I'm going to play the video so that you can hear this testimony for yourself. All right, here we go. Here's the video. Dan Cooper and I representing the uh, Missouri Cattlemen's Association. I'll try and speed this up. Uh, I am not a doctor. I have flunked out, been kicked out, or dropped out of every major institution of higher education in the state of Missouri. This is probably one of those poorly drafted pieces of legislation I've seen, especially in anything that produces that's my numbers, that sells, that's my numbers, or distributes the product in this state, that's my numbers. With capacity to infect an individual with a disease or expose an individual face to medically modified material. This past week, when most of you were on spring break in uh, Florida enjoying the sun, I sold a load of cattle. That load of cattle that I sold had been double vaccinated with vaccinations that have this mRNA, which I don't know anything about other than I Googled the one ago. And I bought a load of cattle. And you know what I did the next morning after I bought those cattle home? I vaccinated every one of those so you hear from his own the lobbyist's own mouth that he not only said he's not an expert in the area he didn't know anything about mrna vaccines but he double vaccinated his cattle and then so brought them to butcher right selling the cattle and then he got more cattle and um first thing he did was vaccinate them again, with this mRNA vaccine. So the question is, who's actually telling the truth, right? The National Association is saying they're not using this, but a Missouri cattleman goes on record saying that he's using it now. So it's it's kind of like a he said, she said, right? But he is, this is official testimony. Now- Yeah, you know, uh, Cena, I think it's interesting I mean, farmers farmers have used vaccines for decades and decades. I mean, uh, the the kind of thing this bovine this bovine respiratory uh, virus uh, that he's talking about, um, farmers have vaccinated against this for a long, long time. But it's been it's been the normal you know the normal vaccines the the vaccines that you and I are are kind of familiar with. Yeah. Um, so. The so the mRNA is is a new twist, and um, I think I think what we have to do is for you to explain what level of uh, risk or problem is 
taking an old old style vaccine that's been used for you know goodness 80 90 years um and and changing that to an mrna um injection yeah so first off i mean and that's a great question um animal vaccines undergo um usually less scrutiny than human vaccines all right just in general speak and i, I mean obviously we we know we've talked about this before on this show that even the human vaccines don't go through a lot of scrutiny <laughs> right yeah. um but yeah. so there's, there's less scrutiny here um the what they still don't know is how long this genetic material stays in the body. I I, I don't know. Right now, the, the 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 video that you played, I'm not sure those cattle were going directly to slaughter. There, I don't see any reason why somebody would give a vaccine to an animal that's heading to slaughter. Uh, chances are they're they're in they're in transit somewhere they may be going to a feedlot uh for fattening up but you know i can't imagine somebody giving a vaccine on their way to slaughter that just doesn't make any sense they're they're going to be killed anyway why give them a vaccine you know why pay all that money for something so i, I don't I, I don't want us to read any more into this video than you know than than is, than is there uh the fact is that he's very clear that he is indeed using an mRNA vaccine as, as a farm. Of course, I don't buy the, I don't buy vaccines. I don't even buy old style vaccines. So I'm not very uh, adept at this, but um, does, does, does the, does the label, the label on the bottle of liquid actually say mRNA versus uh, the old style, or is this just something that he happens to know? 